about to get served up a big old plate of blindside butter beans. I love the old chef. I do not feel comfortable playing in today's competition. You'll have a little bit more pooch. You think I'm playing a great game? Yes, that's right. Uh, it is Wednesday, July 20th, 2022, and we just finished watching uh, the sixth episode of Big Brother 24, uh, the week two Power of Veto episode, uh, where uh, everything kind of stayed the same, Jeff. Pooch and um, and Taylor remain on the block, and we're here to break down the whole episode. Michael won the veto. Um, I'm Dave Mater, joined by my brother Jeff Mater, uh, uh, co-host Jamil Robinson, away at San Diego Comic-Con. Just called in from the floor a short time ago, dealing with a lot of in, in the Funko scene down there at the con. That's right. Uh, uh, we're here streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch, or you might be listening to us on the audio version. Comments here from the Sam Higdon saying, Pooch and Joseph equals dumb and dumber. But which one's Jim Carrey and which one's Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniels. Good question. Uh, I would assign the, the Jim Carrey role to Pooch. Yes. Now, now, it looks like Pooch is the target for this week, Jeff, but Taylor remains on the block uh, for a second week in a row here. Um, and, uh, you know, she's just hoping that she'll be spared the will of the house, but really has, has no agency in the game, seemingly. Has no alliances, has no kind of ends with anybody. We see her conversely on the other side of the block. We have Pooch, who thinks he's playing. He was. He said he would go up to kind of try to backdoor Taylor. So you know, knowing you have to put up two people that aren't Taylor, he said I could be one of them. Instead, she just puts him up with Taylor, um, and you know he um, he he stays. You know he stays up here in this competition, and so they Michael ends up winning this veto, Jeff, yes. and uh, he's like, I just can't let Pooch win this, but I'm I don't want to actually take Taylor down, so I just keep things the same. Right. He he could have given Taylor another shot at the goal. Like Pooch had only had one in, and he's really Pooch was terrible at this competition. Just you know, you didn't think much of Pooch in this competition. You're terrible. You're a football coach. All you deal with is like balls, and like right. you know, like footballs and the way they bounce and the way they throw them and kick them and all those things. He's great for Big Brother, Jeff. You think I'm playing a great game? Oh yeah, great for this house. Great for Big Brother. He's great. Um, I can't believe he referenced Dr. Will today. I'm like, oh my God, you are nothing like Dr. Will. What are he you thinks talking he's the, about? He's the second coming, Jeff, of Dr. Will. Is this not accurate? You no. Know, going along with the it? closest to the second coming of Dr. Will was, was Zach Rance. Zach Rance was the closest thing, BB-16? That was the closest we've gotten to Dr. Will since Dr. Will. Right. Uh, well... You know, we'll have to be. We'll see what how it goes here now, Jeff. Uh, what what do you make? What did you make of the episode overall? Because a lot happened. Well, obviously, the, the Jasmine thought, Hoh. I, yeah, I thought Yasmin was on my TV screen the majority of the time, doing a really bad over caricature of her Southern accent persona. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like this person is going to be a villain in the season. I think if she embraces it, she'll be a phenomenal character. But right now, I, it is tough. It, it, you know, do you find it tough watching her sometimes? Um, yes, I think, uh, yes. I, I, I'm not sure exactly how to put my finger on it, but something bothers me. 
well, there know. was just this like the player in the house, and then there's the player in the DR that exaggerates her voice to the point of caricatureness. And then she had, you know what, you know what I kept thinking tonight, Dave. What's the the clock's name in the TV show Loki? Like Miss T, what's her name? Miss Time. Oh, um, like Miss Miss something or other. Uh... Miss Time or whatever. She she's the clock in Loki, right. and she yep. speaks in this southern accent, but it's all in this ominous, villainous, happy way. And I feel like she speaks the exact same way as that character from Loki. Uh, I, I I just hear the same voice. Okay. Well, Jasmine may be this character from this TV show, Loki. However, her HOH, uh, she just seems to want to go on with this narrative. She wants to get out Pooch. Pooch is Ms. the target. Minutes. You know, she's trying to have a big... She, I think she wants a big move here. She wants to win this game. She's an entrepreneur. Watch out. Yeah, she is smart. I give her that. But her persona i think is what's going to maybe be her demise because right now everyone's just like accepting of it when she was doing it she actually had to do it in front of the house and but in the in the dr she's a lot more into the game but also playing up this caricature that's not really to me who who she really is like it's a, a big old plate of but blindside butter beans yeah all You're the about puns. To get served up a big old plate of blindside butter beans i feel like these are kind of fed lines you know like i don't feel like i don't know if she's coming up with these you know what i mean like i don't feel like they're genuine and this is like her version of a radio commercial announcement i think or something like that like she's trying to do like a radio voice almost but it's yeah it's not quite working um okay and then okay so there's her hoh overall then tonight jeff we have the veto winner michael what did you make of okay his his performance in this episode um i don't know i think he's like now it, it, isn't it funny how he's now in the same kind of big alliance with daniel yeah uh, weirdly yeah right like it is interesting the way the house is shaking out right now and it just kind of makes sense they're all playing nice right now it's uh, you had the, i don't think real lines have been drawn yet uh no but i feel like yeah it seems like depending on who wins power that often shapes which alliances end up working out and which ones don't just by necessity and so because jasmine won the power right after daniel it's kind of and they, they were not necessarily at odds before uh you know this is kind of a continuation of daniel's hoh in week one right it's an early hoh and so michael here wins the the veto but and he wants to keep things the same but he, you know, if he had his druthers, he would pull down Taylor. Taylor's no threat to his game. He'd like to work with Taylor long term, he says in the episode. And uh, ultimately, uh, he doesn't use the veto on Taylor, but he knows that Pooch is going anyway. So yeah, that seems what's going on. Like, I think uh, what happened was, and they didn't, like, they made you really believe that he was going to play it on Taylor because everyone was on board to get Joseph up. Um, you know, but the thing is, I think at the end of the day, Yaz just didn't want to get more blood on her hand. She is a smart player. Like I will give her that. But at the same time, she's really hard to root for because her caricature is like, oh, it just has you rolling your eyes, you know, it, 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 the, the puns and the Southern metaphors. Yeah. They're, uh, they're all, it's a lot. Okay. Let's also talk about the, uh, the power of veto competition itself, Jeff. 
I just want I wanted to, you know. I thought, okay, I thought Yaz should have played. Yaz, uh, or somebody else should have been allowed to replace her. If she knew up front she was going to, you know. I, I do mean, not feel comfortable playing in today's competition. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think this was the best competition for her to play in, Dave. She yeah, she doesn't need her, need she didn't stand. need her, her feet, really. Yeah, it was like literally the most ideal competition for her to compete in. Yeah, like this seems like one with a hurt angle could do this. I if think she, she just did it because she's HOH, you know, she's safe. And if she doesn't compete, then, well, she, one, she doesn't have to get tired. Two, uh, you know, she doesn't uh, really have to, you know, if she's close to winning, have to either throw it. She doesn't have to make that decision. She's just so taking think, herself is out. Is this a responsible move by Yaz? Jasmine. I think it's a bit risky. That's how I would look at it. It's a bit risky because I think, you know, the other contestants are going to see that. They're going to be like, okay, well, she's, you know, basically a non-number. Uh, but she's not, know. she's not, she's not the be- uh, number one alliance material sort of thing because she's not willing to kind of go the extra distance. You know, that's the way I kind of see it. Yeah. And it might be strategic from her point of view to be like, uh, you know, I'm weak and keep me around so you, you can beat me, you know, and that's, that is a good strategy to have. Right. All you had to do was uh, like basically wear this like flipper thing and then like move, move a, a ball. They made it seem like it was so hard. I'm like, this is not that hard. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, can we talk about uh, some, somebody else? Uh, Indy is Helians and Calm. She loves horses. I love the. She loves. She loves the horses. Uh, she loves a, a lot of things. Uh, I love the ocean. It can be healing and calm, but also can be unpredictable. It's kind of like me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Like the salsa music in the back. It's great. Yeah, uh, are you like an indie on the show? No, she's indie? great. Like, I think the casting's really good for what the show wants to be, but at the same time, sometimes, like, especially week one and week two, it's hard to watch this show because none of them have really figured out how to navigate the DR, how to get good at it, you know, especially when it's a newbie season. Like, this is just what happens, you know, and it's always like cringe. You're watching the show, you're like, this is cringe right now, like, and then it gets better, it gets more real, it gets more intense. But at the beginning, it's really, uh, it's not, it's not the best, right? And so we got, we got Indy here to kind of maybe help narrate this and make things fun. I love gold. Gold's my favorite color. Uh, she loves horses. I love horses. I love the ocean. All kinds of things. She right? loves all sorts of things. How many things do you think she says she loves by the end? Like, because I don't think she's going anywhere for a while. So, yeah. The whole house knows that I'm a sex coach. She she is the best casting maybe they've done <laughs> in years. She's fantastic. Yeah. They should like, get more I people. I wish she was in this competition, but she's not. Like, I'm glad that they are going more diverse, like, these days, because they get players that are like outside the box that they never would have put on TV before. And now, like, right. oh, my God, we're getting, like, this Brazilian woman that's, like, hilarious. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, some uh, more, some more personality, a little bit more character than 
kind yeah. of like the one note sort of Instagram star. That you we know, I'm just see. I'm Jake. I went to Southwestern University. Uh, you know, I'm yeah, a lawyer. Just like, you know, you know, kind, you know what I mean? kind of more a little more typical American, um, you know, sort of stereotypes, right? Yeah. So. I can hear the storm outside, the tornadoes. Jeff, a lot of this episode got cut off for me because there yes, was uh, me too. Uh, there was red screen warnings for us. Do, 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 do. There was uh, th there's tornadoes down here tonight here in southern Ontario, and uh, good part of this veto competition was cut off for me. I didn't mm -hmm. see a lot. Of, there was a lot. Of, I, I feel like I saw like maybe seventy five percent of the episode overall. So, and I feel like you're probably, I, I miss certain parts. Like I missed the part where like they, the actual end of the veto, I didn't get to see Michael win. That I got to see that part. So it didn't, it didn't necessarily uh, red screen it for us on the same parts. Weird. Because okay, I did see I'm... it because Taylor nearly, nearly wins it. Right. Outright. Yeah. She got and, the, well, she got the first chance at it. Yeah. Yeah, but Michael doesn't also want it like it seem like he's throwing it at all because he would Why? be happy if, if Taylor won it as well. Why he's in good with those people? I don't understand. Like, yeah, but like, should, if, I think if he could have tried a little harder to not try it. You know, is I mean? it good for Michael if you're if you're thinking from Michael's if you're Michael? Yeah, and you're like, is Taylor winning the Avito a good thing for me? No, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yes, I thought you were going to ask, is it good for me to win this veto? And no, it doesn't really make any sense for him to win the veto other than to please Yasmin. And is that somebody you really need to please? And he wants Pooch out. He would like to go this plan to get Pooch out to sure through. So he doesn't want Pooch to win it. So he was sure. going for it just to make sure. Because, I don't know, Pooch was still a little bit behind in this competition when Michael wins it. And uh, Taylor's right behind him, uh, it seems, based on what was shown in the edit. But so, I, Dave, I think the question here is: Should Michael have won that veto, and, and Taylor was probably going to win it, right? If uh, he, if Taylor wins it, she takes herself off the block, and Joseph goes up, you know, almost automatically. There would be, you know, like because they would have that same discussion of like who should have went up, and they would have been like, "Oh, that's perfect, do that," you know what I mean? And that's what I think would have happened. Because yeah, his hand would have been forced. But in this instance, Michael's like in her alliance, and he's like basically doing her favor that she doesn't have to uh, nominate a renom, you know. And you know, but they're still gonna work with Taylor, and Taylor's cool with it. That's why they're good to do this, you know, because like Taylor's not like you know throwing a hissy fit that she's on the block. She's already been through it, you know. And Sam even... thinks Michael should have used it. Well, I mean, he just would have pissed off Yaz, and then Yaz would have put up Joseph anyway. But well, like, why did they want to take the shot at Joseph? That's a, it, to me, that was a fail. You know, they should have. They should have taken him out. It, the other thing you got to remember I, is like, there's always a chance if Taylor wins this and she pulls herself down, there, you know, there could be a scenario where somehow Michael ends up on the block, right? He has the renom for some reason. What do you mean? If he has the veto, oh, if he yeah, if he didn't have the veto, you mean? Yeah, Taylor has it. Well, I guess you could say that, but you know, that that would I thought him and Yaz were working together. You know what I mean? Well, were they I, only I, working I, together once he won the veto? Did he did it grant well, him Curry? He, he, he's working more. Yaz has power, so he's he's probably made more promises to Yaz than he has to Taylor. You saw in the bathroom, like he's talking to Taylor. He's like, "I like you and everything, but like publicly, I don't know if I can commit to say I will definitely pull you down." I'm your ride or die. Nothing like that, but he's willing to kind of like hopefully bring her into the fold. He obviously wants Pooch out here anyway. 
And, you know, if, if you don't have to manage another nominee this week, all the better. That's true. Right. Uh, if they, she, if she put up Joseph, that's like a, like, you know, then she's getting Michael to do something she wants to do. So then Michael could have done that. And then you put up Joseph next to Pooch. That would, but the survivor of that um, might be, have a bit of a chip on their shoulder, right? Well, that's why if you're going to take Joseph out, you do it this way, you know? Did they not have the votes? You know, is that what happened? Because if they didn't have the votes, that would make sense. Uh, but if they did, they should have taken Joseph out because eliminating that guy from HOH comps that are in any way physical, um, you're going to lose. He's going to beat you. Right. Uh, like those I'm guns sure. aren't fueled by pie, Dave. No, not fueled by pie. So, what what else in the episode stood out to you? Um, I just thought it was a lot of yaz, yaz and along, and yeah. you know, there was a little bit of Daniel. There was a little bit of um, certain characters. Really, it was very few. Taylor, uh, you know, Terrence was on the show a little bit, you know, but like for the most part, I, it was very, like I said before, it's week two. The production of the show is still like, here, read this line. And they do. And I'm like, all right, we got that for this. For, you know, you know what I mean? Like they, they don't have any organic chemistry with the cast yet, you know? Um, no, not necessarily. I thought it was a little bit dull in some parts. I think like, in particular, this veto competition was long. Uh, watching them move little balls down with their nose. Uh, like Daniel as the host uh, was not fun. No, Welcome they, I, to Mermaid Fest. I thought that a was a celebration of life under the ocean and your chance to swim into power by winning the golden power of veto. I thought Turner should have done it. Yeah, it was weird that you know he, him coming off the HOH that he gets to host this when someone like Turner, there's other cast members that they could she could have tapped here uh, instead, but she goes for that. Um, but she gets to choose that. Like, isn't that to me like that should be kind of like a production thing? But like, you know, but no, they, it's, some, it's usually the HOH's uh, uh, choice. Here's how it works: first, you'll all be transformed into mermaids. Players must use only their head or crown to move their pearl down their lane and over the sand dune. You may touch the pearl with your fins as long as it's not intentional. You may not touch the pearl with your hands. Once you've reached the other end of your lane, you may use your hands to clear your shooting zone of water beads, but you may only use your head, face, or crown to take a shot. It's a long explanation. It was. Like, the rule, that, that, that clip goes on and on and on. Um, and Daniel was not entertained through any of it. He's like, so-and-so has two now, or has one. And you're just like, this, yeah. is, this is a little tedious. Um, he was doing the old wizard man character. Right. You know, that's what he was doing. Yeah. And so the Yaz was sitting out of it. So we only had five people in it. Ultimately, you know, that all plays out, and then they kind of talk about uh, potentially putting somebody up. But, you know, Jeff, uh, the other thing, like, is they're, they're talking about is that there, there's no ev- eviction episode tomorrow. Right. Right. 
uh, just being pushed to Sunday. We're going to get a two-hour episode on Sunday instead of one hour. Okay. What do you th- What do you think of this? Did something happen, or was it a sh- like what happened? Uh, Why? I don't know. I figured CBS has some other show that they want to put on. That or you know something happened in the house and they had to be like, all right, we got to go live on that day. Right. But they keep talking about this the festy bestie, all the festivals, Jeff. Right. Uh, the announcer was, in, was saying, like, on Sunday, everything's going to change. And the Festy Bestie twist will be unleashed, forcing the house guests to play the game in a whole new way. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, I, I feel underwhelmed. I hope Jamil sees this and sees this well, that Big Brother Australia is really... Like kind of turned it's turned me off the American game a little bit more than the Canadian game. Like I, I feel like the the best way to go is to have that character character of Big Brother talking to the house guests. Um, I wish the, the I wish they would try it for a season on the American version uh, because what we really get is like just the the guy there. You just played the clip at the end. Kind of like narrates it a little bit at the end, or end the beginning, like recaps it. You know what I mean? That's all we really get, right? Like we're getting like really weird kind of scenes of like, uh, yeah, the the whole contacts thing, Dave, with the eyes and it was the whole this whole part of the episode. This was gross. This was hard to watch. I don't know. Understand why it had so much airtime? It was ridiculous. I, it was a long time, and I was just like, "Can I? Can we not?" Just, <laughs> you know, that's how I felt. You know, yeah, me too. I was like, I was over it. It goes on, and the stupid sound effects were didn't help. Yeah, there's like there's like buzzer sounds, like they're in a competition, but and like not. squish sounds when they're like, and then there's like her. a bell sound when they get it, when they get it, and then like victory music, Jeff. But yes. they did the Big not, Brother it, it, like theme. Yeah, they act like it was some kind of competition to get the contacts in, but it was not. It was just them in the bathroom. Yeah. This was strange. I'm, I'm going on the record. This was a weird sequence. Uh, and, to, and to give it this particular musical accompaniment. Yeah, the music and just the length of time they made me watch somebody poke their eye. No. I mean, this isn't... What are we doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah, like there was a lot of there was some like strategy scenes here, like when you had like Pooch talking to Joseph and to Monty in the exercise room. I feel like the show is like okay, it's gonna suck at the beginning because some some players in here are dumb, and Pooch is one of those players. He is a dumb player. Pooch, you know, I'm feeling pretty good to be honest. He's feeling pretty good. Uh, you watch out, we got a little bit more Pooch. I'll have a little bit more Pooch. A little bit more Pooch. You want, you want in on a secret, Jeff? I'll let you in on a little secret. You don't got to be too nervous. I think your boy Pooch is saying, you know, another week and you'll have a little bit more Pooch. Yeah. I mean, is, is Pooch dead to rights? He's going home, right? Like, that's what we're predicting. Well, I guess there's a chance that something changes. I don't think there is. Why get rid of Pooch? He kind of sucks. 
I don't know. It's like I guess they want a a female dominant season, and they're like, let's get all yeah. Like, sort of the but birth. he's the wrong guy to get out. Like he's kind of like the like he's a young guy, but he's like the old man in the house in a way because like he's like the like uh, he's not even an athlete. He's a football coach. You know what I mean? Assistant football coach. <laughs> he's assistant. You know. You know what I mean? Like I just I I just don't think he's overly athletic. Uh, you know, but they're going after him. Why and he is dumb, like nominating himself, but like, why wouldn't you be like, why get rid of this guy? Like, they had the right idea to get rid of Joseph, Dave, and then they don't do it. Uh, and they should have. That's how I feel. Yeah, uh, I feel like you get a Joseph here, maybe is the better move, or even why not go out? Well, is Monty because Monty's like sort of in alliances with Amira and other people, so even though there's this like girls' girls alliance, there's a lot of like overlap here with like uh, a couple other alliances that they mentioned in the episode tonight, yeah, right? Like, there what are those? The what what are their names? They well, yeah, but what's the main one with like Daniel and Yaz and Alyssa? What's that main alliance called? Uh, it what? Well, I guess it was called Mamba at one point because when Paloma was in it, but then but, Paloma's no longer in it. And Pooch was in it at one point, but Pooch is out of it. So then it's like Alyssa, Monty, Amira, Kyle, and Michael, and Nicole, and is like seems to also be with them. You know what I mean? Nicole, yeah, I'm not really sure where Nicole stands in the house. She's like been aligned with Daniel, and then like so you have Daniel, Pooch, and Turner, who are apparently are the Motley crew. But is that really a thing? Like, I don't know. Uh, we got the Smurfs, we got Yasmin, Monty, and Kyle. They were named in the episode, though. These are just no alliances that Jamil's told me about. Right. I mean, a lot of these alliances are just because, like, these people end up stuck in a room together. And I'm like, well, you form alliances at the beginning of the game. I don't want to offend, you know. And then they form an alliance, and sometimes I just feel like they're fake. A lot. Well, they are. There, a lot of them. Like some of them, I think people hope that they'll, they'll make a basically. You basically make alliances with everybody, and then whoever wins, you make those alliances real, and then uh, you follow you follow that path. Like because you always hope that you're trying to cover your, your odds in case like your the people you're not as closely or intending as closely to work with, if they do win, you are seemingly on the surface with them. Jeff, it's an emergency alert. They're taking extra care in Southern Ontario. Beep, 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 beep. We got big cane hail tornado yep. coming. Watch out! Yep, watch out. Uh, we got this whole this whole scene here, Jeff, where it was like um, uh, Pooch and Joseph talking about having the bromance, or he's the girlfriend he never asked for, or something like that. It was. I felt like I was watching Top Gun. Like it was. Is it talk to me, very, Goose. It was very. It was like it, yeah. Like was it not? Was it not? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, like he's it's like, this bromance kind of, was a little like what's going on here? Maybe a little <laughs> bit more than a bromance. It might be just a romance. It felt. <laughs> it felt very strange. Normally, yeah. when they do bromances on the show, it's like, "Oh, you like the same thing I like? Let's work out together." You know, like, you know, they do wacky things. But this was yeah. like cuddling. This was the like cuddling, uh, and so I think it's it's fine. It's all I think it's just a bit more romantic than uh, uh, what's the word um, plutonic. It's plutonic cuddling between two. What is it? Heterosexual males. 
What's go it? for it. I don't know. Watch out. I keep Watch an out. eye on that. Uh, anyway, so I don't know, Jeff. Like there wasn't a ton on this episode to really get into because no. the competition dominated so much of it. Yeah, the and Yaz was on the the show forever. Yaz was on the show a lot. She had was, like ten DRs tonight. It was a lot, and it seemed to always be early in the morning when she's still wearing PJs, which I found interesting. Uh, yeah, she like I I don't know if I like. It seems like a lot of people in the house are just always laying around. I always kind of try to figure this one out. Well, it's something to do. Like it's kind of like being in a prison when you really think about it. To be in prison. It's a little bit like that. You can I exercise. Mean, you have a yard. You hang out your yard time. Like it's being on Big Brother is very much seems like prison. Like you know, you eat prison. this food because you're you have the not, slop. Yeah, you know. expect the unexpected. It's comfort. Prison. There's haves and have nots. Yeah, but it's still kind of like a prison. Right. Yes, we have a tornado coming, Sam. Newfoundland uh, have a drought. Uh. Sam wants to know if we're watching the challenge. No, I don't watch it. I don't watch it either. But Jane's turn to watch it. And Foster always talks about it. So Foster loves it. Foster, if Foster, if we said, hey, Foster, want to do a challenge podcast? He'd say yes, but we don't have time for that. No. Enough to fit the Big Brother podcast. It's a lot. Yeah. So um okay. So ultimately this is this veto's not used. Um it's uh we we're, we're we're heading into this this vote. It will now, I guess, will it happen tomorrow, Jeff, or will it happen on Sunday, you think? I don't know. I mean we'll see. Um yeah, I'm gonna see we're gonna see it live on was it Sunday now? Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm really wondering because now, yeah, it's like, well, guess what? You're going to be the, the, the um, by the time we get to Sunday, what day in the house will it be? Oh. Because last Thursday was day eight. So tomorrow would be day 16. And by Sunday, it's probably what, day 20? So this will mean that they've gone almost three weeks, Jeff, without an eviction. Or until the first eviction occurred, because Paloma. Well, they actually evicted somebody. Yeah. Yeah, actually went and voted for people, all that kind of stuff, right? So like they're they're kind of rookies in that way. Versus like some of the other seasons of Big Brother. Remember when they would like make the they they you have to cut somebody in the first ten minutes. That's how cutthroat we're gonna play this Big Brother. I wish they would do an early double though. Like if they did a double this Sunday, that would be great. Like I think. They should do early doubles because you get to really see where people will draw, you know, and they won't see it coming. They always wait. They always wait till later to do the double. And it's like, ugh, just do it early. Uh, yeah, like I think that they do wait because they want it to be like a surprise or they want they want the audience, I think, to forget that they happen. And they go, oh, OK, this is a nice little treat uh, to get us through sort of the mid the mid part of the game. Let's have a double eviction. Let's see how that plays out. They like to do it, especially around the jury time, you know. So and just you know, like so that there's more people kind of meeting up there. Um, there's usually one pre. Yeah, they save it for jury, and I don't like it. I think they should do them early. At least one of them. Yeah, yeah, because well, three weeks without until we get to the first eviction, which I'm guessing is going to be Pooch. I don't know really what's going to happen. Uh, Pooch is drafted by Daryl in the draft. Uh, Taylor, of course, drafted by Jamil, third overall. Um, 
Jeff, who who do you feel like is like looking really good in the game? Who are the people we're not talking about enough? Like Turner? Um, I think yeah, like people that aren't on the show is like, yeah, Turner and Indy and uh sometimes we get like uh, Kyle you know, on the show, but it's just him and his yeah. contact lenses, so it's yeah. not as fun. Yeah, Kyle's another one, and then like Alyssa a little bit is in the game, but not, you know, and then there's Monty, he's kind of the same Brittany. You know, these type of players are kind of on the fringes right now. The real main core seems to be like Nicole, Kyle, Daniel, Amira, uh, Yaz. Uh, you know, that seems, seems like a list. It seems like Alyssa's a number a, for them. A, as well. Alyssa's in there. You know, the, those are the main players. So that leaves out like Joe and, uh, you know, Pooch here and Terrence and. Uh, you know, Brittany would probably be left out too, right? Like these are the players that are going to get nominated. Yeah. Uh, Sam's saying he thinks Alyssa's going to do well this season. Jeff, what do you think? What do you, what do you like? Are you like I, she's a girls, girls Alliance. I don't think she's going to do well because of girls, girls. I think she actually is a pretty smart player, uh, but we have to see her executed. I think she has a lot of the right knowledge, but I'd like to see her, you know, good do it because she, it, it's hard. Paloma was, would have been great for her you know because she could have used her uh, yeah because like paloma could have been like the crazy like you know drop controversy person is that rude is that am i being rude (laughs) and Alyssa could have done all the you know cleaning up and you know but it it could have been it could have worked i think uh but it didn't so i want to go to newark it's not the happiest place on earth where newark new jersey not the happiest place. Newark, New Jersey. That's where she's looking to go. Ask anyone from Newark. Yeah. Um, okay. And it's, who else in this game is worth sort of like... I don't really understand where Indy fits in. Is she in the Alliance or she's not? She's kind of like just on the fringe. She's just like, yeah. like Terrence? Well, Terrence doesn't seem to be... like he's. They're perfectly willing to have him on the block. Joe's another one. They're I have no problem on the block. So what um, if all the people who are not like in the alliance got together? What if like Terrence and Indy, Joe, Joe Pooch, Br- Brittany, well, you know, Taylor. I feel like Brittany is also in that group. Yeah, we don't. We Brittany, we haven't even talked about. Terrence, we haven't talked about. I feel like there was just a lot of this cast that they're kind of invisible on the show right now. Yeah. They don't know you know? And then we get like so much of Daniel explaining to us how this like mermaid game works. Yaz is on the show 80% of the time. And we don't want that. No. But is that just the way it goes with the HOH? I think it's just the way that I think all it's like the, the way the production looks at it is like who's seasoned, who's ready to do this, you know? And I think Yaz is. And that's why she's, you know, Daniel sucks, man. In the DR, he's terrible. Uh, yeah, like the whole, I, I, there's a lot of this cast, and they seem to be the ones in power right now that are doing well. That I'm just not enjoying that much. Uh, you know, Yaz and Daniel's HOH is back to back so far, haven't got me too excited. No, it's, it's terrible. Like the, the Empire is ruling things to start the season. Yeah, like Nicole would be better, you know? Nicole would be better. Um, okay. And then I don't know if there's anything in terms of spoilers. Uh, no, because we don't I mean, know yet. One day ago. Uh, so, yeah. 
it says basically yeah, there's nothing much in terms of spoilers to even go for i think pooch there's no there's no chance for pooch screw the pooch jeff mm -hmm. uh, it seems like the spoilers say to me that pooch is gone yeah spoilers everybody sorry um oh. <laughs> it's well, too late it's too really... late we, we already said pooch is still going so i think really pooch bad. is going but if they do this do this eviction on sunday i will be curious to see how like just being there for three weeks and then we finally get our first true post game interview with somebody because paloma right. was just gone yeah before Julie gets to say, what the hell happened in there? You know, we'll get goodbye messages. And then we are going to get the new HOH competition. Plus, we're going to see how this, like, bestie festy thing is going to play out. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, to be honest. I'm feeling pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. So I think that there's not much else to say, guys. We, we, we've broken this down. Michael sure he wins the veto uh this week's kind of playing out sort of by numbers and uh, assuming pooch goes on sunday i'm curious really to see who wins power next and what they do with it especially if it's not in that bigger alliance that seemingly has been sort of running things like uh, i would love to see i don't know like even taylor win the hoh i think that would be like really interesting yep. to see what she would do with it okay guys uh so we won't be here tomorrow night uh we will be back sunday uh also you should check out our next edition guys the trivial debates coming up this sunday right. uh jeff there was a change a roster I, change I on, know. On, on the trivial debates roster Did i you heard notice? right um, doesn't matter my Max answers are Duda, a pious man that he is cannot be torn away from his from church so he is uh well she's not it's more like he's still with the cottage he's been replaced in the panel for sunday's trivial debates by Davin I'm in, I'm in tough now. Max was an automatic. I was in, I was already guaranteed the final round. You were on Easy Street. Now you're on Front Street with Davin, and Davin's gonna make you fight for it. He and Chris, I think, are gonna argue a lot. I I don't know. I don't like your chances on this one, Jeff. No, this is my toughest competition yet. This might be, and Jody's uh, a tough host to impress as well. So well, yeah. anyone can do. You can do it, Jeff. So good luck Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, July 24th, uh, as well as check out our Live Long and Podcast channel where we talk about Star Trek all the time, like Star Trek Enterprise every Monday night. Oh, wait, that's the other. I always forget that that's the other uh, soundboard. And uh, it's every Monday night. We talk about a new, new episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, you should also check out we, we, every uh, Tuesday night or sometimes Wednesdays, we talk about Star Trek D-Space Night at Nine, Jeff, uh, including, uh, uh, you know, st uh, stuff with, like, Ferengis. I almost had a stroke! Yeah. Check that out every Tuesday night. We talk about Star Trek D-Space Nine, going through episode by episode. Just talked about Ferengi love songs not too long ago. The next episode, Jeff, I think is called... Um, uh, uh, it's it's Soldiers of the Empire. It's the Klingon mm -hmm. episode. That's if you right. like if you like Klingons, check that out. Also, a lot of our, our coverage of, over there on Live Long Podcast, including Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, Star Trek: Prodigy, Star Trek: Discovery, Star Trek: uh, Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, uh, all all the new shows. If there's a new Star Trek show or movie, we've talked about it, and a lot of the old ones too, including like original series, movies, all in the back catalog of our reviews. The only shows we haven't never really truly reviewed yet 
our next generation and Voyager, but we'll get to them one day. Um, and uh, thanks for uh, checking out those things out over there. Uh, you should also check out our friends' podcast, like Gavin Skillhorn's got Locutors of Trek, his Star Trek team channel, as well as uh, he's got the X Men, the animated series X Rated review show. Jeff, did you know that he interviewed Lenore Zahn last night? Yes. Our cousin Davin Skellhorn over there on X Rated. He did a great job. It was great. I lo- I, lo- I watched the interview. I loved it. I, well, that, that's great. She was a member of Parliament, Jeff. Mm-hmm. She was the voice of Rogue. Mm-hmm. She that, she's from Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things to say. A lot of great uh, things. Our cousin Davin interviewed her on his podcast last night. So if you want to listen to that, check that out. Lenore Zahn. And she's going to be the voice in the new X-Men 97 uh, spinoff series, Jeff, that they're going to do. They're doing a continuation of the original X-Men cartoon. Bringing her back. They're bringing her back, as well as a lot of the other voice actors from from X-Men 97. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, so check out uh, Davin's stuff. Uh, Check out uh, Let's Talk About Fighting Games with Sam Jerka or Eamon Mater, where we get your audio podcasts. And uh, the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn. Uh, Anyway, that's it, guys. I think we'll... uh, We'll see you next time uh, here on uh, Super Mario Brothers Podcasting, which will I guess will be Sunday. All right. Until then, uh, but I think I, 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 I would like to get the indie speech. Okay. We'll see you next time. I love the ocean. It can be healing and calm, but also can be unpredictable. It's kind of like me. Love the ocean.